Hello, I'm Ben. Hello, I'm Jamie. Hiya guys, I'm Mark and this is Through the Garden Gate. Who's that? Here's Mark. Ahoy, me hate it, my hearty. Can you see me? Yeah. Right, let's try and get Ben in. Sorry, everybody. It's Ben's phone every time. Ben's a scary dog. Ben, come on. Where are you? How are you, Mark? Anyway, you had a good day? Not really. No. Blown to bits. <laughs> in a bit breezy. Just this found a ridiculous. nice little corner to hide in. Here he is. I can't see either of you now. <laughs> Don't say that. Give up. You're really blocky. Me? Yeah. You I don't know why. Get to Davy Jones's locker, Ben. Why? One more. One more. This is ridiculous. Sorry, my guest is sitting in the wings and I can't let him in till Ben's here. Ben. Can't see can't see you, Jamie, but oh well. <laughs> right, leave it right then. <laughs> can't keep going backwards and forwards. They lost me old soul. Hopefully, well, exactly. yeah. hopefully you'll be able to see my guest. Uh, no, my luck, probably not. <laughs> ah, hang on. Have you had a good day, Ben? Better than yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet, yeah. That's for damn sure. But, oh. yeah, not been too bad. Oh. Not been too bad. Good. But, yeah, glad it's not yesterday. Uh, mm. yeah. No mutinies or anything. Uh, where, why, why are we on about this? Where, where's all this pirate shit come from? I know where the pirate <laughs> stuff comes from. I'm really, really confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to invite my guest in. No, do it. I might be able to see them. You might be able to, yeah. If no, I'm just going to have to stare at Mark and look into his eyes all night. Right. <laughs> Invited. So I put a mirror up oh. and then you can see Here she is. Can you see everybody, Amanda? Yes, I can see everyone. But ben, 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 can you see Amanda? I can. I just... It, it's brilliant, mate. I just don't have to look at you, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way round you want it, yeah? It, it works for me, don't worry. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, Mark, um, Ben and everybody else, this is Amanda. And Hi, guys. She's the ever hopeful gardener. And you, you might get a little hint of an accent. She's from North Carolina. Yes, I have to say, like, I have a southern accent, but I find myself listening to you guys wanting to say words like rubbish, and bollocks and <laughs> all kinds of things. <laughs> Perfect. You can say as many of them words as you like. That's okay, but, but the pro problem is I don't know how bad they are. You know, like I don't know like what the equivalent of F-U-C-K is over there. Like I'm scared I'm going to really drop some bombs. No, so say it. it very, like, say it. Don't, you're not going to do don't, any worse than we do. Don't worry, honestly. <laughs> don't worry. Okay, but I'm actually dying, though, to hear y'all pronounce um, the word compost. 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 I don't know why. I get, get like, um, like goosebumps. It's just so sexy. <laughs> well, 
No one's ever told me saying compost is sexy. No, compost not sexy normally. It sounds so much better when y'all say it versus us. Compost. And then y'all have this beautiful compost. I don't know. I can't do it. It's so good. Yeah. I know what you mean. And I always see on um, on Instagram and TikTok these people where they have the comparisons of a, an American person, an English person. That just makes me laugh so much. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's brilliant. Y'all it just sound really... way better than we do. <laughs> no, I can say that. Queen's English and all that. Or oh, Kings. Kings. I'm guessing Amanda's not a North Carolina born and bred from the accent. Say it again. Where are you originally from? Oh. Well, the South. I'm originally South. from Georgia. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Very well picked up, Mark. I wouldn't have a clue. It just sounds American to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say we all, all sound the same. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have friends in North Carolina. Oh, do you? Yeah, family friends. Fantastic. So, Amanda is my overseas guests tonight and we will have no problems with the dark because it's 2 p.m over there isn't it Amanda? that's right i'm headed to do like kids carpool soon it is blazing hot and sunny right now i couldn't say that so jealous. don't say that <laughs> it's been absolutely miserable for the last three or four days absolutely miserable some places have had a month's worth of rain in a couple of days oh my that terrible does sound like a little much yeah. It's been awful, absolutely awful. Tell us a bit about your garden then, Amanda. Let's see. So my garden is in the backyard of a suburban home in a neighborhood with an HOA. Uh, I garden in about 240 square feet. I don't know what that would be for (laughs) y'all. But um, I've got four um, brick raised beds, and then I've got five of those metal um oval raised beds uh, the, in the back and then i use the cor- corrugated ones yes exactly yeah. um and if i had it all to do over again i would do zero brick beds and all of those metal corrugated i just really prefer them so much really yes and, and then to augment my growing space i do a lot of grow bag gardening i actually think i have like 38 grow bags <laughs> that i'll put in different places trying to get more sun um or just plant extra stuff because I don't feel like I have enough space. Right. Yeah. So 240 square foot, did you say? I did. What would y'all do it in? Meters? Meters or feet, really. I don't mind I don't mind a bit of both. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a decent amount of space, but yeah. I always want more because I got bit by the cut flower bug. So now I'm trying to cram dahlias or as y'all would say dahlias 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 (laughs) dahlias in everywhere i'm trying to cram cosmos in and zinnias and um all the the cut flowers and then the veggies i'm like well now where am i going to put all the veggies uh so i did actually join a community garden uh this fall so i have a plot um I don't know what the size is, but that's where all a lot of my winter vegetables will go, I think. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I think we're all in the same boat. We all try and cram flowers and everything in, in the same place. Well, I, I, know. I, think, um, I think spacing um, recommendations on the back of seed packets, I think they're like quite flexible. Way too big, <laughs> I, aren't they? Always, way too big. Ignore way, it. way too much space. Of course, no, yeah, yeah. Let's just cram everything in. Yeah. Yeah. 
if I can if see says the soil, three, it's going in. Exactly. <laughs> no bare soil. Well, that's that's the idea. No bare soil. No they bare soil. That. that is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely not. Are you gonna? Can you show us around? Have a little look at something. Yeah. We can try and walk and talk. We'll see how that goes. I've got you guys hooked up to a power bank. Um, and I, I did like some um, MacGyver-esque uh, internet wiring out here this morning. I know you said you you're going to try and hook something up. All right. I'm going to flip you guys around. Okay. So this is uh, right now I'm standing in my garden shed and you can see the brick beds. Um, and Jamie, I'm really hoping that um, you weren't lying when you said you guys want to see like the behind the scenes, like the not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. So buckle up. Okay. <laughs> There's the garden fountain. <laughs> it's so sad right now. Um, yeah, everything has been got, like taken a backseat. We've got a project going on in the distance. I'll show y'all. Um, so everything in the garden has taken a bit of a back seat. Plus, I've been, I've had horrible luck with slugs and um, oh. pill bugs and rabbits just eating all of the winter veggies that I've got going. Um, but, and then here's the dahlia bed. And nothing's really blooming because it's too hot here. Like, I don't know if you guys ever have that problem. But here in the summer, it gets so hot and humid that the dahlias are super unhappy and they won't start blooming until the weather gets cold. And what kind of temperature are you at, at the moment then, today? Oh, I think today's 85. Yeah, but uh, um, we just we just dropped into um, the 80s. We were 95, 97 for like 14 straight days. Oh, God. Yeah, plus like 100% humidity. <laughs> That's hot. That is okay. hot. Uh, we've got... I, still have tomatoes going but they're um you know they're dying a slow sad death with lots of disease going on um yeah and then just not 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 the best but what's really frustrating is i don't know if y'all know but my husband is not really a gardener but i gave him this bed it's his salsa garden okay Yo, that's a pepper plant it's <laughs> huge I mean, I can't even. Like a bush. Yeah, I mean, and like he's done nothing. He pays this zero mind, and the his cucumbers are going great, his tomatoes are going great, and then meanwhile I'm over here, like, with like the world's saddest pepper plants just like barely <laughs> hopping along. So that's all we we all need to be like my husband and just not bothered. Oh, look at Ben's pepper plant. <laughs> Oh, you've got me beat. You've got me beat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, that's a little frustrating. On <laughs> um, uh, and then um, this year I made the mistake of letting every chucamelon seedling that popped up that the birds and squirrels planted, um, I just let them go. Oh, and now no. they're climbing up the trees along the cafe lights. Oh, it's, oh, no. it's like, it's, look, look at it. It just keeps going. I, had, I think I planted four cucumelon plants last year, and there were just millions of them, millions. Yeah, I bet that was, what, three too many? <laughs> yeah, I have none this year. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And, um, so here's, I have two garden arches in my garden. 
And this one is overtaken with cucamelons, uh, but I was really excited to grow loofah again. And ah. I have I have one. Oh, God. Just one. Sorry. I'm Which is really frustrating. Um, I'm tr I've tried to grow loofahs now for three years, <laughs> no. and I can't do it. I've yeah. got one that big at the moment. Put him down not there in the left-hand corner. He's got a big loofah like you've got hanging there as well. Just one though, like, like I grew them two years ago and had like 20 and it's been, it was fantastic. And I don't know what's happened this year. They're just not as happy. And then I've got, um, tromboncino squash oh, yeah. going with, we only, love tromboncinos. with only one, one tromboncino. <laughs> <laughs> now that's where I've trumped it. I've got probably at least 20 tromboncinos on my oh, arch. Oh, I'm so jealous, Jamie. I'm so jealous. Uh, and then let me show you what's going over on over in the compost area. Compost. Comp oh, <laughs> it's such a beautiful sound. <laughs> right. so, I'm going to keep saying that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this, my husband and I built this three bay system where all the slats come that in and out. Um, and I'm obsessed with it. But I'm in the process of like taking all of the dead stuff garden clippings and cuttings and letting them dry out so that they can be browns ah okay but i just have i have piles like this literally everywhere in my garden it's quite unseemly um and then if we come over and take a peek this is the pile i'm working on building it's full of dog hair right now <laughs> <laughs> do you do you guys compost yes definitely definitely mm. okay good I don't think, I think it's more popular in Europe than it is in the United States. And I have noticed you do a lot of bokashi. Yes, I do. I have a worm bin and I do bokashi. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. So yeah, I do hot compost, cold compost, warm compost, and bokashi compost. I've got, um, I've got two bokashi bins. I love doing that. That's great. Fun. Yeah, it's so, so good. They heat those piles up so fast. You just put those, put your bokashi bin in with the normal compost. I do, I do, yeah, and it heats everything up. Like, like in in like three days, we're above 130 or whatever that would be for you guys. Um, and I just really, I really like it. Plus, nothing goes in the landfill. Like, no food waste from yeah. our household goes yeah. in the landfill, mm. and like that makes me feel really feel really good. Especially when once a bucket is full, and I lift it up, and I feel how heavy it is. Heavy, like, so heavy so heavy i'm like all of that would have gone in a landfill and like i'm go our family fills up one of those buckets in less than yeah. a month so yeah, I, I just think it makes a big difference and um, do you drain the juice off i do not no. no you put that in as well i do yeah what i like to do is i like to take um the wheelbarrow and i, I do a bunch of pitchforkfuls of the current pile and then dump the bakashi bucket in and kind of stir it around yeah. and then add it back to the pile yeah. nice yeah. uh and then this is my pride and joy this is i call it the bee barn it's my garden shed that my husband and i we built during lockdown during quarantine um yeah. and that's where i spend the majority of my time yeah. i can see why yeah but do you guys have mosquitoes there we do yes i think we call them gnats really don't we boys more gnats and we're like, down here. like the ones we do have that like suck your blood? Yeah, we've got 
helicopter mosquitoes. We had okay. a really bad year of it when we first moved into this house and we were like, what the heck have we done if we're going to get plagued with mosquitoes? We literally had to get a mosquito net when we sat outside and sit in this mosquito net. Like, I think it was the second year we lived here. And we were just like, if this is every year that we need to move. <laughs> have you got water? Water around you, Mark? Yeah, there's, there's the canal that way. And then um, that way there's um, a couple of lakes about, you know, a few doors down. Yeah. They, they, I think they tend to like a bit of water flow, though, don't they? Yeah, stagnant yeah. still water, isn't it? Mm. It's so, mm. we've had a really bad year. And whenever it's not cold enough over winter, um, they never really die off. Right. Uh, and then so with, with the temperatures keep getting warmer and warmer, we're having an issue with that. Plus, it's so humid here. They don't even need water. They can just, like, reproduce in the soil and, like, survive in the soil. It's so gross here. <laughs> yeah. so. Is that all day or just when it gets cooler in the oh. evening? Oh, no. no, all day. Oh. Like, first thing in the morning, like, noon. Like, right now, I've got... Um, I've got two of these devices going and a fan blowing on me to try and keep them at bay. Wow. We don't, we don't have, have them that bad. Definitely not here anyway. So we're, we're all from different parts of the country. Ben's about four hours drive from me. Mark's about two hours drive from me. So we're, we're all separate parts of the country. So it's, it's a, a have you guys, have you guys ever met in person? Um, uh, myself and Ben have met, but yeah. not Mark. We haven't met Mark yet. It will happen. Is there Mark, is a party. The shady one, and y'all are scared to meet him in person. Yeah, <laughs> look at him. Look at him with his, <laughs> with his Indiana Jones hat on. Would you want to meet him? I like it. I like the beard and the hat and the glasses and the poncho. I'm digging the look. And if he just keeps saying compost, like, he's got me. <laughs> What is Russian, um, Mark? <laughs> Literally talk dirty to me. <laughs> oh dear! Amazing, fantastic. Amy, what's everybody drinking today? Well, see, I when I came out, I brought a beer. This is called Neck Oil, which is my tipple at the moment. But my fantastic wife just brought me this out. Because she didn't realise I had this, so nice. I'm doubled up at the moment. Oh, I but like. For those I of like. us that can't, for those of us that can't see you, Jamie, what's that? Oh, sorry, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I've got a can of neck oil beer and yeah. a large glass of very chilled white wine. You are spoiled, mate. And she just brought that out, put it next to me, and I looked at it and she gave me a little wink. Oh, I don't know. Oh, she's a keeper. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oil, man. Ben, ben, what are you drinking? Coffee. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's no. that's it. But but okay. I do have I do have three, just in case I run out. <laughs> I've just done that. No! Oh my I'm... gosh! <laughs> that's what the sound was. That, yeah, I heard that. I've just well, you're gonna have to knock the, you're gonna have the to stem off now. my glass. I've got I can't put it down now. We'll be <laughs> so I'll snap the stem off. <laughs> Bottoms up. <laughs> so, um, Jamie, I didn't understand what you sent me earlier. Is that like a drinking bingo game yeah. that your followers play? <laughs> so that's Kerry. Um, she's one of all our followers, stroke friends. We, she's, she's very included in our little guard. We call it garden gram over here. I don't know what 
you, you, you got a kind of thing over in America, but we it's, call it's, it we call it Garden Fam over here. Yeah, similar. So it's got Garden Gram, and there's there's a group of maybe a couple of hundred, three hundred of us are all really close knit. We talk all the time together, you know, every day, all the time. And Kerry's very much a big part of that, and she does that drinking game. So hopefully she's extremely pissed by now. She'll and lots of other people. Well, to the wind. I'm, I'm like trying to think. Like, there's been no daily newspaper. There's been no merch. Um, there's been tomatoes. <laughs> what about the monarch butterfly? I just saw that hatched oh, earlier. Yeah, that. Yeah, and we just saw a swallowtail on the Tromboncino, and we saw compost. Compost. I don't, is she watching? How's she doing? She's here. She'll be there somewhere. Yeah. Harry obviously had inside information. Then. She did. He did. He said, <laughs> okay, so what should, he, did. he said, what should I put on the uh, drinking game? And I said, well, put a monarch butterfly to start off and compost. Yep. Put plenty of compost on there. Thank you for saying that <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, That's quite amazing, though, to have that large of a community that is like that keeps in touch. Like I would say for us, there's like 30 of us. That, that that all talk together a lot, but but that's about no, it. There, there is a, there is a big group of us, which we a big gang, big garden gang, which we talk all the time. It's it's good as well because there's so many different branches. Like I've got my own little community of people that then Mark's got his, Jamie's got his, and by doing things like this, everyone starts coming together. And there's been so many features similar to this, and all of a sudden it's just massive. It's absolutely yeah. huge. It is. I love it's that. really good. It's, it's, it's really good. It's, it's really very close knit. Everybody, yeah, it's lush. Like it feels like over here, a lot of people in the gardening community are getting frustrated with Instagram, uh, and they're branching out to TikTok, to YouTube. Um, yeah. There's even a new gardening app that's coming launching soon. Um, so it feel it feels a bit fractured over here right now, which kind of sucks. Know. But also maybe everyone's just been really busy in their summer garden. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we 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 chat daily. There's there's a there's a big group of us all day, every day, where we should be working and things. Yeah, like I think it it started in, in you know lockdown where everybody was looking for that connection and like someone to talk to, and then you don't want to give it up once everybody gets busy again. But it's kind of mm. hard. There it is. It's like a like a second second life, really, isn't it? Instagram. I think that's how yeah. I look at it. You've got your life, and then you've got your Instagram life. But sometimes they, they mix, they, they, they intermingle. And I have to say, like, I don't know how old y'all are, but I'm 45. And when I was growing up, like, no, you're once, not. We, once we got the internet, um, the idea of meeting someone that you met on the internet was like, oh my God. And then now, now I'm like, I plan trips and I go visit people that mm. I met in the gardening community on Instagram. And I would never have thought to do that, I don't know, 10, 20 years ago. It would have been so weird. Right. It was all bad news, wasn't it, to start with? It, oh, do not ever do that, or, oh, yeah, but yeah. we do and it. And now it's like, it's totally normal. Because you, you feel like you know the people, that's the thing. You spend so much time with them, seeing them, seeing the garden, talking to them, you, you know them. Yeah. You know them anyway. Yeah, it's not like just a couple seen... of a couple of pictures on a profile and, and never see anything. Right, right. I don't know, it still could be dangerous. I do have one trip coming up, I'm flying to Michigan. <laughs> 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 to meet to meet um, a company that I've worked with a little bit. It's a husband and wife. 
Um, and I'm really excited for it. Let's just hope like it's totally chill. <laughs> Alright, so wait, I gotta know, are you guys able, do you guys do fall and winter gardens where you are? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm now thinking about what, what I'm going to be planting for the, for the winter. We're in, we're in our autumn now, we call it fall, we call it autumn. So um, now, um, this, this next couple of weeks I shall be planting all, all the veggies for the winter. Last year I had my whole greenhouse is full, chock-a-block with different leaves and carrots and beets. And I, 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 ate all that. I didn't have nothing outside, but this year I'm planning on having outside as well. What about you, Mark and Ben? Do you guys do fall and winter gardens? Yeah, yeah, I've got there's quite a bit already I can show you because I'm right next to mine, but <gasps> that's already oh, they on look the go. So, good. so but yeah, so I'm starting my my autumn zone for the flowers and things ready. So we got like uh, California poppies. Uh, can't remember what that one is. Oh, it's a different type of poppy. Uh, I've got candy tuft. I've got lupins, gypsophilia, oriental cabbages, uh, forget-me-nots and kohlrabis that the kids sowed. Uh, these were onions that I pulled and they started going green and sprouting while they were curing in the greenhouse. So I put them back in just to see if they either go to seed or if they actually do better. I got some black hollyhocks and then cornflowers. That's all I've done at the moment. So yeah, it's, it's quite cool. They've done really well. I ain't got anything planted yet. Nothing. Oh, I've got so loads still to go in. So, no, we're, we, Amanda. Besides, sorry, God. I was going to say, besides the onions, did you have any vegetables, or was it all flowers? I, I do predominantly vegetables, but I've only started autumn sowing my flowers at the moment. I'll have broad beans going in. I'll have some winter cauliflowers and stuff like that. Once my tomatoes come out of my polytunnel, then I'll start chucking stuff in there for the winter. So it's just waiting for them, really, because they're so late mine this year. So late. But, yeah, once once October sort of comes, I'll, I'll really hit the veg going then. But for now, I'm just sort of playing around with flowers because only the last year or so i've been getting into flowers mm -hmm. so it's all new to me the flower exactly bit. same as me i've had this, this is the first year i've had any flowers really and i went big style <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was just I, about to say mark mark's a professional gardener remember so he that's that's his job he's, he's a head gardener and on an estate oh yeah. that's amazing so I, I i don't stop gardening ever not only do I do that, my <laughs> garden here is <laughs> well maintained as well. <laughs> Mark, are you in a greenhouse or a shed right now? I can't tell where you are. I'm in Jabba. I'm in what we call Jabba, which is uh, just, a, I'd say it was like a porch in America. It's like two sides are enclosed and then the other side's open looking out into the garden. If I spin you around, you can see Jabba the hut. <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. Is the wind noise too too loud on my earphones? Because I'm sitting outside. No, no really. I can't hear it. It's just settled down a bit, the wind. No, it's good. Let's go back to Bakashi again. Amanda, quickly, sorry. So I use, when I do mine, 
I use my juice as feed, and you say you just tip it in. You don't use you don't use it as feed at all. Sorry, did you say? Did you ask about draining it? The back, the the bacassi juice. I I drain it off and use it as feed. Mm-hmm. But you you um, just put it in the yeah, in the compost. Yeah, so I, when I first started, so my bins are all DIY. They're just like the five gallon buckets you get at like a home improvement store. Oh, um, the, first, the first one I did, I did a two bucket system where the one bucket had holes in the bottom and would sit into another bucket without holes in the bottom. Uh, and so I would drain the liquid, um, but then I would just dump the liquid onto the compost pile. So I was like, why am I doing this? So then the next bucket I made, I did no holes to see how that would do. And I just do an extra sprinkle, like a large sprinkle of the brand at the bottom to help soak up any liquid. And okay. then I'm just mindful as I'm filling it, if I'm adding a bunch of, um, for lack of a better word, juicy stuff, um, I'll try and like check and see if there's any stale crackers in the pantry or bread that started to just start going moldy yeah. to help soak things up. Uh, because I personally, I'm scared to use that Bokashi juice as a feed um just i don't know like everybody has these stories of how amazing mm. it works for them and it's great mm. but to me it's like this mystery juice and i'm scared that like if i put it on something important i might kill it so i don't know so i just it, and it's one extra thing and i'm just like let's just chuck it all in the compost yeah i thought that and i, I searched to see if there was any you know measurement from so many millimeters to how many liters of water but it was so random so i just i had a 10 liter uh watering can just put a glug in it on all my dahlias and they're all done fantastic yeah, yeah. my other issue is my dogs are obsessed with the smell of a bokashi oh. ferment um yeah, so that. much so that one of the reasons we built that giant compost system with the front walls is to keep the dogs out um, and if I poured that anywhere in my garden, my dogs would be eating, I think, that dirt. Um, and if I definitely put it in my house plants, they'd be losing their mind. So to me, I just am like, it, I don't know. I just haven't gone there yet. Yeah. Do, wait, do Mark and Ben, do y'all Bokashi? I haven't yet, but it's something I really want to get onto. But I'm, I'm in the process of sorting out my compost area on my allotment. So I want a similar setup to what you've got. Um, and it's just, I've only just taken my second plot on. So, cause I've got chickens as well. So all that stuff goes in. So I've got so much brown waste that I need to create enough green waste to go with it. Right. So I want a massive, hopefully a three bay system, but it's looking more like a two bay for now. And then I'll extend it. And then Bokashi is definitely on my, on my list of things to do as soon as I've got that set up. Yeah. yeah. It is a great green input. Um, for the for the compost and i think a lot of people wonder well like why go to the effort of bokashi like why not just put the kitchen scraps directly in and for me i was never confident or comfortable enough to um compost some of the things like bones and meat and dairy and cooked foods and oil like right. i was just nervous about that mm. and with the bokashi right. like i'm not worried anymore because that brand i mean i've not used it i've only seen obviously what people have done and everything else but that brand seems to be absolutely key in breaking it down oh that definitely is yeah. they wouldn't work if you didn't have the brand definitely. no that's it, it, that it, it, doesn't it yeah it ferments it doesn't it it's a, it's a, f a fermentation pre-digested then yeah and then when right. you put it in the compost it just breaks 
Yeah, I think I think anyway. the fact that it's called a Bokashi compost is really confusing to a lot of people because when they open up that bin after the two or three week period, they expect to see something that maybe looks like compost. And it's and not. Really, the food it looks has, the same, doesn't it? It looks exactly <laughs> the same. Like yeah. the microbes have have preserved the food in a fermentation process where it looks like when you put it in, um, yeah. but it has been altered uh, microbially so that once it goes in your compost pile, it breaks down so fast. Like if I were to take the same kitchen scraps and not bokashi them and put them in my compost pile, even a hot pile, yeah. it would take longer for those to break down Sweet. than the bokashi does. Yeah. yeah. So your, the difference between your hot pile and your cold pile is, is what? So my cold pile is, so what I do is I get a giant truckload of wood chips and that's my brown source. Um, and I can't use them all at once. So I create piles in my yard under the trees. And sometimes those have enough time, like a year to break down before I would need them for my hot compost pile. So those are my cold piles where I, I don't water them. I don't turn them. I don't add yeah. anything to them. Yeah. It's just a pile of wood chips and it's mm -hmm. just doing its thing. It just takes longer. Mm. That's brilliant. Once that breaks down, that's a really nice compost. Yeah. Yeah. It would Wood chip is awesome, isn't it? It is. But that's what I'm getting with with obviously because I use um, wood chips in my chickens on the allotment, and because we get that free from a tree surgeon, and that mixed in with the chicken manure, and when they obviously have cabbage leaves and all things like that, and that's all rotting down in there, but you don't notice it. It looks dry until you dig it out a few times a year and then i'll put that into builders bags at the moment and then yeah. it just sits and it's just unbelievable I, I, I did a post not long about it and it just looks amazing it does look like I, good stuff yeah but i just know there's not enough green in it and you've seen by like the times i've used it and you can tell it's not just it's not quite right and it just needs that big element of green because obviously there's cardboard going in it there's wood chips in it and it's just and the new plot i've got a lot of grass and i'm going to keep grass paths and things like that so hopefully i'll have enough green this time to actually make the difference yeah. but it's even with, even without it it is incredible before i started bokashi composting um, I needed extra green. And so I would go to coffee shops and ask them if I could have their coffee, their used coffee grounds. Um, and that was really helpful to dump a giant trash bag of coffee grounds into the compost. Yeah, we're, we're lucky with that here. We've got, cause I live in the city as well. And there's like 76 allotment plots on our site and everyone starts bringing all the coffee grounds in and there's just bags and bags and bags of it. And it's like, I'll take that one, I'll have that one. And it's all the time, just coffee grounds everywhere. It's amazing. I bet it smells really good there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a massive coffee fan as well because I, I don't actually drink anymore. So coffee is just my thing. I gave up drinking, I gave up smoking, but I am not giving up my coffee. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, yeah, I've had three, maybe four cups today. I'm a coffee person too. So that, that would smell, I would love that, um, that community garden. That would smell amazing. <laughs> it's really good. What are you drinking, Amanda? Hmm. So I'm getting ready to get in the car and go pick my son up. So this is just flavored seltzer water and a lime just to make, like, just to feel like I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you could have said the tonic and i would have believed it because it looks so nice <laughs> i know I, I mean i wish i was having a g and t but alas it's a little early here <laughs> it's 2020 here so we're, we're quite we're allowed to have a drink yeah well i'll be having one later tonight for sure i was just about to say some of the 
the comments are popping up. We're missing Someone all Someone is comments. asking how allotments work. So I'm guessing that's somebody from America asking how allotments work. Are they owned by the government? Then you're probably the best one to answer that yeah. because you have an allotment. Yes. So you can get private ones and you can get ones run by the local councils. So my local council is what mine is with. Um, and we just rent a piece of land off of them for X amount. I mean, I pay, I think we pay around about £50 a year for ours, um, which and one of them's 125 square metres and the other is 200 square metres. So times that by three, times really, by aren't you? Three, yeah, three feet to a metre, so yeah. That's huge! Massive. Yeah. For, for yeah, a pound my, a week. My new plot is one massive. week. So, 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 is there usually a wait list to get an allotment? Yeah. They are really, really long at the moment. I waited two years, two and a half years for mine, um, which was good. That was good because we got a new site rep. They went, the, the two site reps went through the list, kicked loads of people off the list because they didn't want one. They were giving them so long to respond. If they weren't responding, it went through. And I was a hundred and something on the list. So it, it was it was big, but with lockdown, everybody knew they could go to an allotment. So they all put their name yeah. down for allotments. Yeah. And then a that lot of crazy. Them, yeah, because you could get away with going there because you had to. So we, we got ours in the October, the first one um, after. So that was October 2020. And that and it, it, that one's really good now, and it works and runs itself. But this new one is amazing. But you can also do the private ones, but they are ridiculous money. They're anywhere from thirty-five pound a month up. So yeah. you can pay a lot more, but it's it's crazy. The the fluctuation in price depending on where you are in the country, the size of the plot, whether it's private, whether it's council owned, is absolutely incredible. So it's, that is that is the thing with allotments. It's very very strange. <laughs> Kerry's just said waiting list went from four months to four years due to COVID on her site. Yeah, and her site is a um, a private one, isn't it? Where where she's got her plot. Yeah, she's got she's, both. I she's think got she, she had a council, council one, didn't she? Yeah, she has. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the one that Rob's now doing, that's isn't right, it? Which yeah. is really good. Yeah. <laughs> Kerry's isn't. <laughs> There's a nice little dig there. Yeah, we like that. <laughs> I'm quite lucky because mine, like yours, Amanda, mine's literally just just behind my garden wall. Um, I had a small one to start with. We had a little rough piece of land just behind our garden wall, and uh, lockdown, I I built a few raised beds and a little lean-to greenhouse, and I had that for a few years. Then this year. I stole a bit of my wife's horse for healed. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And fenced it off and, and made all my raised beds and, and yeah, that that's now my, my new baby this year. Nice. This is... Yeah. I um I only got I think I got my garden plot because they finally kicked out um someone that just wasn't taking care of theirs. Like I'm just not sure he was even ever going anymore. Um and they finally just were like, You're you're done. You can't have it anymore. Um, and so that's how I got mine. Uh, they're pretty, I, I would say mine's like 10 by maybe 10 feet by, by 20 feet. So like 200 square feet. Um, and it's kept under like lock and key. I don't know how it is for you guys, but there's like a giant deer fence, like 10 feet tall. Um, and there's a lock on the gate. So you can't get in unless 
you're a gardener there. And they do supply us with um, city-made compost, um, wheelbarrows, water, tools, all of that. Nice. Yeah, we've got we've got um, water and water troughs, and the local council obviously know they could, when they get all the hanging baskets from the city, they distribute them amongst all the um, all the different allotment sites because there's there's hundreds of allotment sites in in the city I live in. They're dotted all over the place, so they they distribute it all round. And we've got um, tree surgeons who drop off wood chip for us, so they don't have to pay to get rid of it. They just give it to us for free. It's, it's really good. We'll, I mean, I'm very lucky. On the site I'm on, I'm really, really lucky with the facilities we've got. That's awesome. Um, someone just wrote that they turned their front yard into a garden over the winter. I, we're in an HOA, meaning like we have covenants and we have, like, have to request permission to do stuff in our front yard. Okay. Um, so that unfortunately would not fly. But my, my garden does keep creeping. Like I'm going to do like a pollinator meadow down one side of the house and I've got a monarch way station on the other side of the house. And I did plant some, some pumpkins and stuff in the front yard just to see if I would get in trouble <laughs> and no one's complained yet. So my, my front yard might keep getting like overtaken. We'll have to see. Yeah, definitely. Just keep creaking. Yeah. See, talk, talk about your, your monarchs then, because that, that one I saw earlier was fantastic on your story. Oh, the monarch? Yeah. Yes. So I joined, um, I've helped form a group called the Monarch Messengers, and we just want to like help home gardeners know what they can do to help the monarchs. And it's really easy. It's just like you plant milkweed, uh, you don't spray pesticides on it, and you plant some food sources for the butterflies, like nectar plants. And so I created a whole monarch way station and got it certified, and I've got my little sign. Um, and I was so depressed this summer because I had no monarchs coming. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I made this nice place for you, and you're not going to come enjoy it. But then um, they're, they're, they must be on their way back south, and they've stopped here, and they've laid their eggs for their last generation, that super generation that lives like eight months and goes to Mexico and overwinters and then breeds in the spring and starts heading back up to Texas. Um, but I've had four rounds of caterpillars, um, and then I watched my first monarch hatch uh, today, which was like, Amazing. I just spotted I spotted that in your stories about two hours ago and thought that is fantastic. You've been talking about that for a couple of days. I know, I know. I'm a little I'm a little obsessed, admittedly. Like I feel like I have like I get obsessed with certain gardening things. Like I was obsessed with dahlias two years ago and now I'm kinda like, Y'all are annoying. And now I'm obsessed <laughs> with the monarch butterfly and um, who knows what it's going to be next year? But right now, I'm obsessed with the monarchs. Well, we must be a couple of years behind you then, because we're all obsessed by dahlias. Yeah, well, I feel like dahlias over there are like the the queen of the flower, oh, right? Yeah, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. Okay, I got to know what is your favorite cultivar of dahlia to grow? Uh, mine, mine is one called Great Silence. It's Craig's Silence. Great Silence. Great. Great silence. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up. What yeah. about you, Ben? Do you have a favourite dahlia to grow? Uh, uh, this year, I've got two, really. I've got my um, Lady Darlene, which is really pretty, and Café Olay, just because the first year I've done it, and it's been absolutely amazing. <laughs> I've, I've had a beautiful one on it. Sorry, Jamie. And yeah, the, yeah, I know, the, yeah. That's why uh, I was just... I was just doing a bit of a hand puppet thing, because you were chatting. That's, that's, that's fine, mate, you know I can't see it. Yeah, mine hasn't... <laughs> 
flowered. My cafe au lait hasn't flowered this year, and Ben keeps rubbing it in my yeah. face. But, cafe au lait, I've never gotten cafe au lait to bloom. Right. And so I'm like, I'm done with you. Yeah. What about you, Mark? Do you grow dahlias? I've got three varieties this year, and I'll probably say the Penthill watermelon is definitely the nicest that is one. Nice. I, I love the Penhill watermelon. I have to say, though, um, peaches and cream is my favorite man. because it does well in heat and humidity. So it's the only one that seems to like like that. Ben's trying to rub it in that he can show me my... Ben's really... dahlias look quite beautiful at night. <laughs> Let me just spend... It's all the light on it. Like my... We've had a lot of yeah. rain the last couple of days. <gasps> oh! Look at him. That's nice. Look, okay, it's, it's bent. Is it good? Of course it's good, it's mine. Oh, they look so good. <laughs> they're gonna get over tonight. But they're all, they're all, because we've had so much rain and wind the last couple of days, they're just absolutely, they've been hammered. They really have, it's terrible. Look at them all just drooping and snapped. Yeah. Oh, I'm quite this. lucky with my Yeah, Mark's sunflowers are taking a beating <laughs> today as well. Most of them are on the floor. That's my apple tree. Oh, that's so beautiful. The, the uh, Spanish moss. Wait, you guys have Spanish moss over there? Oh, I would buy it because I bought it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Jeez. I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> I'm not doing this for your benefit, Jamie. Someone has genuinely asked to see my dahlias again. Oh, of course they have, yeah. <laughs> is that cafe right there? Still budding, it's going mad, but this is my... Yeah, this is, yeah. Uh, but this is... Beautiful. Yeah, this is my... My Evelyn, I mean, she is stunning. I can get out of the light. I mean, that's six foot high, and that's all one, one plant. It's not really nice. But it's, I mean, she is stunning. I'll bring one into the light, actually. Let's pick one off. So many of them. You know, what's crazy is I never even knew what a dahlia was until I got on Instagram in the gardening world during COVID. Like, I was like, what even is this flower? Like, I had never even heard of it. There's so many, aren't there? There's absolutely hundreds and hundreds of them. Yeah. So many amazing ones. Absolutely fantastic ones. I still can't decide whether I'm going to grow next year. I'm still after I, I'm not convinced. Oh, yeah. to be honest. Oh, I will. I'm gonna, and I'm going to get this. There's so many. That's the thing about Instagram. You see new things every day. And you think, oh, I'll have that. I'll have that. I'll have that. And they just... Instagram that's no made reason. me grow dahlias, so is, uh, yeah, I'm not convinced. <laughs> I had one one dahlia before I even went on Instagram or had any interest in flowers, allotments or anything. And I don't even know what it's called, but I call it Big P because it is a big dinner plate, bigger than my head. It's huge, big dinner plate, purple ones. I call it Big P. And I dug that up this last last autumn, last winter, and I split that at least into six or seven different plants oh, and, that's and shared it around to lots of people. Yeah. Now, do you guys grow your dahlias ever from seed or just tubers? We 
I have I've got a few kicking around from seed. I got some seed from um, my seed crit center. There's a thing that goes around on our garden ground that's called seed crit center, and everybody gets to send. They get chosen a partner, and you send them some some seeds of yours. And I got some awesome. last year. Yeah, it's good. I love that. That's, yeah, that's, I grew, that's... I've grown dahlias from seed for a couple years now, and I tend to have better luck with those than I do my tubers. Like, they bloom sooner, um, they're taller, they're more vigorous. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of really loving doing it from seed, except, you know, sometimes you'll get, like, I, I don't like red, and, like, I got a big red and yellow <laughs> one with, like, ketchup and mustard, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Are they always singles? No, no. No. I've never oh, grown yeah. a single. Mm-mm. Well, somebody said to me that normally if you grow from seed, there'll, there'll be a single. Well, okay, so they those are dominant. Singles are dominant in the genes of dahlias. But if I never grow a single, I only grow like uh, informal decorative or formal decorative or ball dahlias. So that's all I ever get from the seeds I save. Oh, you save your own seeds. Oh, oh, yes, I save my own seeds. Except this year I did grow platinum blonde. Um, so I might get... I might get some singles next year. We'll have to see. Brilliant. Oh, we lost Mark. Um, Mark's gone. Mark has Mark's gone. gone. And I'm looking at the clock. I've got to go pick up the boy. I was just, uh, just about to say I'm a bit mindful that you said, yeah, you've got to go and pick up your boy. So <laughs> yeah. if you need to go, yeah, you go. It's no problem. I do need to go. But it was so fantastic getting to chat with you guys. I did go at the top and like um, follow Ben and Mark because I don't think I was following them before. You um, but no, I love I, that I've got some new across the pond garden friends. Thank definitely. you for asking me to do this. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Amanda. Oh, that's great. been brilliant. It's been really good. All right, it's you guys. Awesome. Wait, say, wait, say compost one more time. Compost. Compost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Have a great day. See you later. Bye. Bye. So it's just so, me on my screen now, Mark. Uh, <laughs> Jamie. Literally, so I can, all I can see is me. And a black half. That's it. So I can see you. You just have well, to talk to me. That's fine. Mate, it's, it's like looking in a mirror and just talking to myself. I know where <laughs> Mark's gone. Yeah, I know where he's gone as well. Yeah, but... fucking not bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask. I'll, exactly. I've invited him again. Oh, I know where he's gone. Bollocks to him. Bollocks to him. He's back. Oh, he's back. God. Now I've got to look at him again. <laughs> 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 Uh, that was awesome, mate. Okay, she's good, isn't she? She's lovely. I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't follow her as well. I know you don't. Did you, don't worry, I'll check it. Of course I did. Yeah, yeah I've been... <laughs> That's why, why I asked Mark today for that, um, uh, our, our logo. I knew she, she wanted to post it out so people, so her followers had a look, but I knew you wouldn't see it, so it didn't yeah. matter. Yeah, no, that's cool. Someone was just asking. Asking how long we've been gardeners for? Me, I was locked down literally March 2020. All I did before that was Teresa used to look after whatever kind of order we had, which is a few plants, a bit here and there, but that was it. I cut the lawns, that was it. In March 2020, I had um, that was it. I started my, I made my little. You can go next time, No, I was brought up on a farm in the New Forest. I was brought up gardening. 
and then I become a chef and gave all the gardening stuff up and lived my life as a chef for ages and then it was only really when I met Nat um, that we started again and she wanted a little garden where we had we were running a hotel we had a little courtyard and then we had everything in pots and then we moved here and it just exploded from there again and it become a hobby that we both enjoyed so that's how that really got back to it and I sort of had to relearn what I'd forgotten over all the years but yeah I was brought up on a farm on the River Avon down in the New Forest it was stunning I had an amazing upbringing if only I had the passion I have for it now back then I'd have really enjoyed it yeah that's the thing my, my dad had allotment well not allotment our front we lived in a council council house and our front garden he made into our his veggie patch and I so I knew you know I've been out there I knew what what was what a bit of this a bit of that you know what a carrot was what potatoes were but I never took too much interest but I knew what was what I mean I think I don't know if you find the same but since on obviously coming on to Instagram and doing it I've only been on Instagram 18 months I suppose as a yeah. gardening account I suppose yeah, I've learned same as me uh, I, I wouldn't say I've learned tricks of the trade, but I've learned other people's ways of doing stuff, which has then helped me to find my own way. It That's the way I'd say it. Whereas before, it would have been seed packet, do it, and everything else. But actually learning from other people and Definitely. To be, not really giving a shit and just doing it myself, yeah. I've, I've found my own way. Hmm. That's like when I, I done, I, um, so I started my that first allotment on the tw uh, 20, March 2020. The first year was really good. Second year was awful. And then, so that's when I, I emailed into our local radio station. The, there's a, a, there was a program called a garden party and said, look, I need a bit of inspiration. I need a bit of something to make me get out there and do it. Yeah. So what about if I came on and talked to you every couple of weeks with the experts and went through what I, what I did and, and, and Anna Perro said, yeah, come on, do it. And that's what I've been doing for 18 months. And that is, yeah, I mean, that has given me the oomph to get out there and do something so I could talk about it. Same as the Instagram, doing that because you want to show people, you want to show people what you've been up to, what you've been doing. That's the thing. And, and I, what I like about it is everyone's showing the shit bits. Everyone's showing where it's all gone wrong as well. So you're not just yeah, seeing, yeah, yeah. oh, this is how I've done this amazing thing. This is how I got that from that to that. You're seeing. That's what the rest of the Instagram is. Yeah exactly that yeah i mean we're not like that no i'm not i'll, I'll quite happily sit here and show everyone the shite because most of it is That's gardening, <laughs> but, isn't it? but i mean do you find that mark like obviously are you qualified in it you've obviously done qualifications i take it yeah. do you do you then find that even though you're qualified in it you're learning from other people that maybe aren't qualified and just because they found a way of doing something. Yeah, of course. I mean, I said it on uh, the allotment diary podcast when yeah. I was on there. That you don't need a qualification to be a gardener because like, you know, I did my qualification 18 years ago and what they taught back then is completely different to the practices now. And it's yeah. Constant. yeah. You know, I've never heard of no dig until Charles Dow, Charles Dow no, no. was about. Nobody did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's constantly evolving. Yeah. You know, and like you guys said before, you're not gardeners, but you are gardeners, even though you're not, you don't do it as a job. 
like you probably know more about gardening than than some people that do it as a job. Yeah, possibly. I suppose when you when you actually learn, it was all spray for this, spray for that, kill that, get rid of that, keep that all dead, neat and trim. But we don't. We try not to use any things like that anymore, do we? Double dig. Well, I know. I I don't. I I can't remember the last time we used a, a spray or anything like that. I just if it if it dies, if it's got bugs on it, uh, so be it. In a home garden, nobody should be using weed killer or no. pesticide. Just not. It's not needed. That's different if you're a farmer and you you know it's it's your livelihood and you're making you know the, the veg veg and crops for us for our bread and whatever in the supermarkets. But well, if you if you we, spray bug killer on your garden, you are not just killing that bug; you are killing all the good things that will probably in the long run have sorted out those bugs in, in anyway yeah. without you spraying. Yeah. So if you spray the aphids, you're also killing the bloody ladybirds, yeah. which are going to eat their aphids. Just because you can see some aphids, that doesn't mean that's the only thing on there. No. No. It's like Steph was saying on a, that somebody had gone and sprayed weed killer on the plot next to her the other day. Exactly, yeah. And it's like, how, you can't just go and do that unless you've asked some, you know, you spoke to your plot neighbour because you're going to affect their plot as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That was, that was really bad. She was really upset about that. Shouldn't be able to get weed killers. No. Like they should be, you should have to have a licence to spray weed killers yeah. like they shouldn't be readily available we go chuck it down and drain we've got a person on our allotment site that when i took on my plot he said oh do you want me to weed kill that for you no mate no, way. <laughs> no i do no, not because no if you do that they're having it back don't want it no. I, I don't think i've used weed killer well, since I was young, and I mean like 20 years ago, and probably that was just to do the paths on a on a pub or something I worked at where the weeds were coming through the cracks in the path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's been that long ago. I must admit, I've done it on my gravel drive before. With the grass starts coming through, I've put some Roundup on it, but that's because I, I can't be asked to hoe it all out. But, <laughs> but it is just for a little bit of grass in, in, a, gravel, in a gravel drive. I wouldn't dream of any. I'd never put anything on my veg, vegetables. I'd never spray them. Never. I mean, the sad thing is, is that farmers spray it on wheat at the end of the season to kill it off before they harvest. Oh yeah, definitely. That's the whole thing about people think think they're eating no chemicals and all that kind of stuff. And but you just got to go for your local bread. You go out of Tesco's and that's full of it. Cocktail of chemicals. <laughs> And Karen O'Brown has just said, are you each in different growing zones in the UK? I don't think we have quite zones as well, America do, do they? Other than Scotland might be a slightly different one. Scotland might be, yeah. and ben, ben might be a bit down there a bit, but I'm a, we're all fairly I'm similar. A bit war I'm a bit warmer than you guys, I think, well, down here, aren't I? That, we, us over here in Norfolk, we, we miss so much all the crap weather. We really, really do. Well, even all that eastern stuff, you miss all that, do you? Yeah, loads. Honestly, honestly, we, we miss loads of bad stuff. So That's many mad, times that it, it says that it's going to be bad, and we, we miss it. We really miss it. We're one of the um, one of the driest parts of the country over here. Yeah, because I know, I know Cornwall's one of the warmest, isn't it? And obviously that's pretty close to me down yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I, yeah, see, I, I, 
is mild and very rare it gets to a point where i'm actually freezing yeah uh, obviously in the, in the middle of winter when it's been i say snow compared to some of the american people our snow is it's it's not a snow compared to them no, of <laughs> course it's like, bloody hell. we get a bit of slush for a couple of days and it disappears again don't we and everyone's having a time off but but yeah it's it's what it's mild here and where i am i'm quite high up in comparison to everything around me and yeah. it's we've got a bit of a breeze but kerry just said it just rains in bristol doesn't it ben no, no. it's just not but it's she, just a cloud above me but she's a, <laughs> but kerry's also said stevenage is in in zone nine i say stevenage is in uh, i don't know i don't know what zone but it's not zone nine uh, we've got another one says it took forever to warm up in SSF. What's that? San Francisco Bay? Oh my gosh, he's in San Francisco. Hello. He's, it ranges from zone six to zone nine. Wow. So, know what zone I'm in. where I am is zone eight. It's sparky, man. Um, Mate, don't the power cuts are a nightmare. <laughs> don't don't you worry about that though, mate. Because I'd say there's always backup. Oh, right. <laughs> I did all my own electrics out here, mate. You'd be proud. Oh look. So what zone? Oh, wow, in yeah. Norfolk, then. What's that? Zone seven. I think you're the, you're different. No, you're probably nine. Nine. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, that's all back to front on the screen. So oh, I don't mean be, the same as Kerry, am I? I'd be nine as well, then. Yeah, or or eight. <laughs> I'd be depending on nine because we're right. we're right on the. You see where the um, channel goes in? Yeah, we're in there. Not not, not the Bristol Channel, by any chance? No, no, no not that one, mate. No, no. Three, <laughs> eight, or nine. <laughs> I'm probably right on the border. In zone eight, zone. 8b in the uk but it can get pretty cold in the winter yeah we well that's the first time i've ever seen that zone map never, never i didn't even know we it. had zones Not i knew america had like, zones but i didn't know we were the same i didn't know we could do that <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna think anyone's stupid now when they ask me what zone are you in in the uk and i'm like actually oh, <laughs> now <nine>. i know <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. how did you not know that <laughs> I don't even know where I am half the time, let alone what zone I'm in. <laughs> well, we've got some questions in that little question box, hold on. Have you? Oh, it's a lot of time. Oh, yeah. People use the question box. If if anyone does want to add a question in, yeah, obviously... Yeah, that's easier. Yeah. Honestly, it's easier. Yeah, to it's so there. much easier for us, because then Jamie can see it, and you boys are rubbish. To be honest, Kerry, Kerry is... Sorry, Kerry. Kerry's put a prompt in there for us to... Or for me to to read them sorry Kerry. we have read them we have read them have we yeah my next goal is to build a true greenhouse for now i have a pop-up mini greenhouse yeah we all want a nice proper greenhouse mine's just a, a plastic wooden lean-to i'd love a, a nice big proper greenhouse made of glass It'd be lovely really would the wind's getting but, a bit I'm all right now. It's died down here, Mark. It's obviously come up to you now. Yeah, the spinny thing. Oh, yeah, look at the spinny thing. I can hear a bell. Spit. The bells are here. I can hear 
They're out. Bells. I've had the wind. <laughs> the, the door shut the whole time. But now those power cuts, I think, because they... I'm trying to figure out if the house goes off at the same time as out here. Because it could be the fact that they're messing around with the way it's wired in the house. And I trip I turn the trip on off. <laughs> but I'm just trying to look and figure it out. Because obviously we've got a massive hole outside because the... Um, we had a power cut last night, and at 11 o'clock last night, they decided to get the mini digger out right outside our kitchen window and start digging it up to get the power back on. Well, Thanks, guys. <laughs> you can't, man. Yes, Kerry, you can hear the bells. I just heard the bells. Flicking around all over the place. You are. <laughs> it's doing my oh, yeah. head in. That's but, UK Power Networks for you. Absolute <laughs> shit. Rubbish. Right. The length of time it took him to do it as well. I'm like, I could have dug down there with a shovel quicker than that bloody mini digger. <laughs> you can't say that. You can't say that. I'm trying to figure out. Right, but... No. You don't have are they, are I they, reckon I know what it is. Are they prattling about in the house? Yeah. Is, is well, I've got it all wired on. It's, basic, it's basically wired as an extension lead. That way I didn't need a certificate. So it's all wired properly. <laughs> It's all wired into proper... Uh... Put into a 13 amp plug in the house. Yeah. Because I only use it. <laughs> I'll bet they're fucking with it. They're switching you on and off, aren't they? Trying to get you to come back in. Right, it's time to finish. Is that signals? <laughs> <laughs> At least I've got dot, the dot, other one that'll dot, come on. Dot, dash, dash, dot, 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 dash, dash, dash. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's spelling out all sorts in there. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen, you know you know seen my lights? My I'm lights so are nice done with it, I'm turning it off. <laughs> I'm going to go back that onto one? that one. What's that one? That one, I'll uh, say... Um, solar. Solar. Yeah. That's a good, good solar. solar. Okay. That's a good solar. Yeah, I've got three of them. I've got one outside the greenhouse and one on the back as well. But obviously it goes off. But <laughs> this is what runs everything out here. It's, it's bright enough, on it? Yeah, it's cool. Uh, oh, we can, we can hear the bells now. That's what we want to hear. You still get bored of it. <laughs> but you think that weren't that many weeks ago when we was listening to that started just 10 minutes ago. Yeah, it's, it's definitely darker and horrible and gross now, yeah. isn't it? So yeah, yeah. Do you think we should let Mark into what we discussed before now? <laughs> nah. nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah. Look at him. He's still. He's like, you bastards. But we have, we do have something we we've got to tell people. To be fair. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, we might as well say it. Well, I think I think now is you want me to do it. We we have uploaded all of our lives through week one to week seven, not this tonight yet, onto okay. YouTube, which you can now find us as Through the Garden Gate UK on YouTube. Yeah, boy, <laughs> we're YouTubers. <laughs> <laughs> So Mark, Mark has been tirelessly uh, downloading and uploading to get them all on there, which is amazing. And uh, you can now review all of our Through the Garden Gate episodes, including the ones that haven't quite gone so well, where people didn't 
weren't able to come in and i keep seeing blank spaces on the thing and and all all our general cock-ups are now on youtube yeah, why not i can't believe you've just been looking at a blank a black square <laughs> Man, i might have to facetime you after this just to get my little fix ah. <laughs> and, uh, have we ever had a week that goes absolutely perfect i'm not sure yeah the, the first one yeah. <laughs> for, for anyone asking what the youtube is what i'll do is i'll do a story afterwards and we'll we'll link it it's cool. we'll, we'll yeah, through, a... through, through the garden gate but there's quite a lot of them but you, if, if, you have a look through the garden gate keep an eye out we'll put something on there somewhere that is uh i can't even say that name their bloopers name their boopers he's hung around for us Nay, nay, sorry. I was trying to get you to see Jamie on my screen, I, but I could oh, can just you about it? see it. Did you just see about. It? Oh. <laughs> I'm, I just have to let get a picture of you in here, mate. A little framed up in on the greenhouse like window or something. Did you see what I got through the post today? I did. I did. I saw it yeah. before you. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I just, I, stuck, I just stuck my tongue out at you, but you didn't see it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Mark just took a yeah. picture of me. <laughs> hey, I look. See, we got the technology. Yeah, exactly. oh, my name is. Rini, I've Renee, just followed you, Rini. Have a chat with you later. Don't do Mark. it. Don't do it. You'll never get rid of him. If you start talking to him, you'll never get rid of him. <laughs> Mark, Kerry, <laughs> Kerry wants a radish trophy. But how can you when you've never even fucking grown one? Kerry, if you grow one, I'll get you a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look like you're getting one in a hurry, love. No. <laughs> It will do. Just keep pulling the bloody things out. Mine, mine are the same state as hers. To be fair, at the moment. Shut up. Honestly, but I have got that wood chip shitty compost crap, and I the same as you her. You can't do it. That no, no. does not work. I'm telling you, that's the problem. It's fine. So that, I'll, I'll chuck when some. When that root goes down, I'll chuck some of the, the veg truck. Be all right. That's full, full compost. Nice sieve. You need stuff. some compost with some, you know compact little stuff there's no point with that wood chip stuff because as soon as the root goes down there's nothing for it to touch no Honestly. but at least it, it proved Kerry that she's not the only one that it happens to so i can now tell her categorically i've tried it in the same shit that she uses and it don't work so now she has to listen to you and do it your way <laughs> i've started feeling the burnout as i process all my sun-dried tomatoes and sauces i'm going to start canning soon so far it's been temp cannon until i use it for dinner wow i i do honest, my sun dried go on i sun dried my some, some tomatoes last night loads of um mazzano the um pear-shaped pear ones what they're called yeah plum plum shape and i had three trays of them in the oven last night on 50 degrees for about nine hours and they are just like Wine gums when you eat them when they're dry, they're absolutely delicious. They're amazing. See, I do mine in a dehydrator. Yeah, see, I've got the the old ninja thing in there, but I just I thought 
in the oven at 50 degrees for eight hours. They were brilliant. Yeah, I, I did an experiment last year. I did both. And my oven is my oven's pretty commercial. Obviously, when I was a chef for so long, I had a really amazing oven. And I just couldn't get it low enough. It won't go below 100. So it's just burning the tops. Yeah. Yeah, mine, mine went right down to 50. So that, that was right. And I got up this morning and they were lovely. Absolutely perfect. Nice. Mm. Really nice. So I'm going to, I'll, I'll put them in a jar with some olive oil. Really nice. Yeah, do mine in a dehydrator oven combo and they are so sweet. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they, are. they are absolutely amazing, isn't they? You can't. Gonna I'm going to try doing mine with a mended wrapping green and paper, green ones in brown paper. Nice. There's yeah, some great ways of doing it, really is. Yeah. I mean, I've, I didn't, I literally, I've never made my own. All the years I was chefing, I never made my own until last year. And I was like, I'm going to try this. And wow, they were amazing, especially on your they pizzas and stuff. They'd be great for your pizza, your guys, for your pizza ovens through the winter. Yeah. Definitely, they're really nice. Literally, really just nice. put it in the oven for nine hours. I cut, I, I cut them in half, laid them down, and just put them in the, on the trays in the oven for on fifty. The lowest setting it went on, I left it was on there, yeah, from nine o'clock last night till seven o'clock this morning. However long. You put multiple trays, or just on yeah, I put three trays on three different levels, yeah, and they were absolutely lovely, amazing. I think I'm going to do all of them. All of my tomatoes like that now. I've made loads of sauce as well. I've just blitzed them up with some roasted garlic and froze that. Because that, nice. you can use that for anything, can't you? Pizzas, yeah. pasta, soup, soup base, everything. Yeah, yeah. I made a shed load had, of it the other day. Did you see my green ones today on my stories? So yesterday I found, no, Sunday I got blight on the outdoor one, so I just went in there and ripped it apart. And took every single green tomato on. There must have been 10 kilos of green tomatoes on there. And I thought, brilliant. I'll get them on some chutney. And I, I've gone in there to do it. And they're all fucking brown. All gone. Yeah, but... Can't with them. But can you not cut the worst off? You can't, no. They, they were all... A lot of them were just completely brown. The tomatoes are brown. Yeah. It, it looked really strange because I couldn't really work it out on the thing whether they were as bad as what you were saying because yeah, the video didn't bad. actually look. They look. They still look green on the video. Oh no, they were terrible, absolutely terrible. I was gutted. I come in from work this morning. They looked alright. They were fine. So, man, eight, eight or nine hours sitting in the kitchen in just in a in a colander thing, and they were absolutely buggered. Gone. They probably preserve very well either. Then even if you'd have done it there and then. That's what I think. They're so. It's going to, be going to get worse and worse, isn't it? If if in two yeah. days they go from lovely bright green to 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 half brown, it's, yeah, it's I just bend them. I'm trying to think what I made last year. I made something last year, and I can't. I don't know if it was with tomatoes or not. But whatever I made, oh, it was apple sauce. I made apple sauce, and I put it in jars. And yeah. where my kitchen's so hot, because I've got no extraction in my kitchen at all, and it's tiny. They all exploded in the cupboards. <laughs> the apple sauce fucking everywhere. And glass. I tell you what keeps but going it, on mine. The lid's pushed off. I keep doing. I'm saving the um, tomato seeds. Yeah. So I'm doing. I'm shaking up, putting them in in the, in the cupboard with the lid on, and they're coffee jars with the push lids, 
And I go in there, they've all gone pop, 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 and all the fucking lids are off where they're fermenting and, and bubbling up. <laughs> I've got stacks all stacked up in um, kitchen roll, all on a shelf. There's got to be a good half a foot. It's got to be six inches of all just different ones in paper towel. I just yeah. keep chucking them all in there, and eventually we're going to give it a few weeks. I'll have a look and see what I've got there. When mine, when mine are dry, I roll them all up and I put them in a, a take, you know, a Chinese takeaway plastic lid thing. Put yeah. them in there and they're, they're ready. I've got about, I don't know, 15, 16 different ones now. If if you've got any of the little silica packets, you know, like you get when you buy new shoes and stuff in the boxes, chuck one of them in. Oh, yeah, that'll keep the moisture out, yeah. Yeah, because I've had it with, with stuff in the past. Yeah, just chuck one of them in there and that'll absorb any moisture if there isn't yeah. any, any that gets in there. Because as much as they're, they're airtight, those Chinese containers are not airtight enough. If any damp gets in there, it'll just spoil them all. Mm. Awesome, guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a bit of rice will suck up all the moisture, won't it? Yeah, yeah I got a whole whole stash of those silica gel packets. They're brilliant for it. Yeah, I save them all when we do we do jobs things. Normally, I put them in the gun cabinet because the guns get rusty. Yeah, I'm done. I've got food to eat yet, like every week. <laughs> I never hailed mine just before we come on. I was literally like, ah, oh, damn, it's 5-2. Get me coffee on. I was eating at the, on the top of the kitchen counter trying to nail it down so I'm starving. At <laughs> 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 one point, I was like, my chips aren't nearly ready yet. I'm like, the kids, I'm like, I've got to get ready, got to get ready, got ready. Literally 10-2. I'm like, right, you're having it. They're done. They're done. <laughs> <laughs> that do. They're done enough for me. Yeah, that's it. They were right, actually, to be fair. I was, I was with some Daziris that I dug up the other day. It was stunning. Really nice. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. Cool. Lovely chat, lads. Yeah. And thank you for everyone for popping on and keep an eye out because uh, we will sort this out on YouTube and we'll Definitely. leave the links and stuff in some stories and stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll start getting it out so people can have a look at that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Now we can say like and subscribe and everything. <laughs> Just go and have a look. Don't worry. <laughs> like all the, all the little gamers. Like and subscribe. I don't think we're going to make our mil. We're not going to make our millions from it, lads. So. <laughs> but hey, you never know. It's just one place because doing them on the set, yeah. they're not. They're not in one place, yeah. so it's just nice to say they're all there if you want to go watch them. Exactly. Somewhere good. easier. And and people can, if they want to, download it from there as well. Yeah, yeah. That's the good yeah, thing. If they want to, like some of our guests might want to download it and they can show other people that aren't necessarily on Instagram. I think that's a really good thing is that anyone not on Instagram can now view it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, if, but no, it's been ace. Of course they want to. They want to. <laughs> Three good Thank looking folks plus someone else. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> but Thanks, boys. See you next week. See you next week. Cheers, Ben. Hi, Ben. See you, Mark. See you, Jamie. Thanks for my pet and my peach, Mark. <laughs>